friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings, where we are totally focused on getting you from struggling sales to consistent cha-chings. My name is Lauren, and I'm so glad that you are joining me again this week. Today, we are going to be diving into whether or not you should run a sale to your Etsy shop. I see this a lot with people who are struggling to get traction or to have consistent sales of their products. And one of the things that they oftentimes say is, I think I'm gonna run a sale to try and drive more traffic and to try and have more sales. And that is something that I have not seen work a huge amount. So we're gonna dive into why people think that's gonna work, why it actually doesn't work that well, and what you should do instead. But before we jump right into that, I do wanna go ahead and read the spotlight review of the week. This one comes from Rachel at Purposeful Pages. After so much searching to find detailed help for my Etsy business, I was thrilled to find Lauren's podcast. It is detailed, clear, helpful, and full of information and stories that busy solo mom bosses can actually relate to and put to use. So excited to hear each new episode and take her courses. And Rachel has actually signed up for my Etsy Roadmap to Success course this time around, and I am so excited to have her in the course. And as one of this cohort of students, it's gonna be amazing and I'm pumped to get started. And Rachel's Etsy shop is Purposeful Pages. It's etsy.com slash shop slash Purposeful Pages. She makes all kinds of things for your house and jewelry that are made from upcycled books. So any book lover or your teacher's librarian, anyone who loves books, which hopefully is a lot of people. I know I definitely am a book lover myself. So check that out, Purposeful Pages on Etsy. And Rachel, thank you so much for the review and I am so excited to work together. All right, so let's jump in to our topic today about running a sale to increase traffic to your Etsy shop. I do get this question a lot because I think that it's something that people sort of go to as a fallback. They don't really know what to do and they see this with big box stores. It's kind of in our psyche as people who are shopping and just seeing all of the stores and the retail online and not online, like brick and mortar shops, that they will run sales to drum up business or you know around the holidays or whatever. So we assume that Etsy is the same kind of platform and that the same things kind of exist on Etsy as they do off of Etsy. This is one of the places that I think that there really is a big difference between say a local brick and mortar store and something like Etsy. And the thing is, this is kind of where I see them diverging and that running an online business or specifically sort of a handmade or made to order or those kinds of things, business online is sort of breaking from the more traditional brick and mortar. So I think that the biggest part of running a sale to drive traffic to your shop 
assumes that people are not buying from your shop because of the price. Like that's the underlying assumption is that people are not buying your products because they're too expensive. And so if you lowered the price then, then you would have more sales because you would remove that obstacle or that barrier, which is the price. So you're assuming that the only barrier is the price. What I'm actually finding with people and what I think is far more common with people is that it's not actually the price that's holding people back from buying because Etsy buyers are not necessarily bargain shoppers. They're not necessarily people who are looking for the cheapest items or looking for a deal or a steal or anything like that. They are on Etsy, they're shopping on Etsy because they are looking for something that is unique, that's handmade, maybe it's personalized, maybe it's customizable with the colors or the fabrics or the patterns or whatever. Maybe you can make it to match their decor or their nursery or whatever you're doing that's making that special. So they're not coming to Etsy because they just want the run of the mill, random thing, especially like let's say they're buying it as a gift. They could go down to Target and buy a gift that would be just like anybody else that shops at Target can buy, but they're looking for something that is more unique, that's more special, that just ups the ante a little bit in terms of what they're buying. And so I think that it's a mistake to think that the price is what's holding people back because they're not the people who are necessarily buying those gifts at Target or at Walmart or whatever. They're not just looking for like a throwaway placeholder, like, okay, I bought your gift, now I'm done. There's a lot of factors that go into why people are actually purchasing from you and what makes them decide to purchase from your shop, like the feel and the branding and the messaging that you use for your brand and the pictures and sort of this overall environment that you present in your Etsy shop. But price is usually kind of the last part of the equation if you are selling something that is unique or has a unique spin, which we all are if we're selling on Etsy. And if you are not sure what that unique spin is, I would really encourage you to take some time to really think about what it is that is drawing people into your products and why they should buy from you. Why should they not go down to Target and buy something? Why should they buy from you instead? What are you offering that is more special or just a little bit extra from what they can get at a big box store for undoubtedly cheaper because of the production methods and everything. This is something that I think newer sellers struggle with quite a bit because as a newer seller, a lot of times we tend to not give ourselves credit for the creativity that we're bringing to it or the experience that we have in creating the product or the specialness of it, the customization and the personalization and all, all of these things. Um, I think that we tend to sort of sell ourselves short with what our unique spin actually is. And I have to work through this a lot with students in my Etsy Roadmap to Success program who struggle to sort of figure out what is my thing that I'm adding to this market? What am I doing that's special uh, 
that's not, not everybody is doing it or what would make somebody want to come back to my shop again and again and again. And it could be a variety of things. It could be your packaging. It could be your customer service. It could be your actual products. There's a lot of things that make you stand out and make you special. But as an Etsy shop and as an Etsy shop that is wanting to be successful and wanting to bring customers back again and again, figuring out what that special sauce is for your shop is really important. So back to running a sale. I see sellers who run a sale and then they are disappointed because they don't really get that boost in traffic and their sales stay the same. Or if they do maybe get a few sales, like their sales are not increasing, but they've gotten sales over this period of time, they're now making even less money because they've marked their products down. So they were normally getting one or two sales a day. They're still getting one or two sales a day, but now they're making less money on those one or two sales because they've marked the price down. But overall, I just think that it's really important to figure out why people are not buying from your shop and what I see in people who are looking at running sales almost 100% of the time, what I see or what I hear from people is they don't have good traffic, they're not getting a lot of views on their products and so they're gonna run a sale to try and increase that. And that just straight up is not a great tactic for Etsy because the reasons that you're not getting any views or that you're not getting any eyes on your products are not, it is not just because of the price. Now, there's a lot of factors that go into getting found in the search and getting those eyes on your product that don't have anything to do with the price and they have to do with really mastering your search engine optimization and really understanding how the Etsy search engine works so that you can use it to your benefit to drive that traffic to your products. So what are you doing instead? If running a sale is not a great idea and running a sale kind of undermines your business and devalues it, which I do think that that's true, what should you do instead and how should you work on building that traffic and increasing the views? And my overarching broad idea or sort of like overarching theme of what you should do to really drive that traffic to your shop is to focus on building a community around your products. Now, this is not a quick fix. So this is not something that you are going to be able to implement today and see results tomorrow. It is not something that is a fast process. It is definitely for those of us who are in the long range plan, who have the long range view of where you're going with your business and what you want to do with it. But here's the thing. There is no such thing as a quick fix in business, and that applies to Etsy as well. There's not going to be an overnight sensation unless maybe you like go viral or something, but that's never happened to me, so I don't have any experience talking about that. But building a community is building a group of loyal followers who come back again and again and who love our products and who want to buy. They're the ones who are waiting in line when you release a new product or who email you and ask you specifically, hey, are you gonna get more of these in stock? Or hey, I bought one of your products last month and now I have another birthday to go to and I wanna buy it again. These loyal followers are the ones that really build the foundation of your business. And you don't have to have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of 
loyal followers who are coming back again and again. Having a core group of people who really loves your products and gives you good feedback. And and by good feedback, I don't just mean like leaving your review on Etsy, but actually will message you or write you an email or whatever and give you feedback about your products and offer suggestions for your products. These really make up the foundational core of your business and help you to really have a core group of followers who are supporting you as you grow. So the way that I would recommend that you get started in doing this would be on social media. And I have tended to shy away from social media with, I have tended to shy away from talking about social media on the podcast, even though I get asked a ton of questions about social media, but I feel like it is such a black hole that people go down um, and it can be such a huge time suck and really, really overwhelming. And like I said, it is definitely, definitely a long range plan. So I just want to stress that again, because I don't want people to try and implement some of these things and then get frustrated next week when they're not seeing any traction. This is something that takes a while to get going. And it is also something that is not something that you should focus on if you do not yet have your shop optimized with the search engine optimization and all of that. So one of the major things that I really talk about in my course and in my masterclass and in all of those things is that there should be a step-by-step plan of what you are working on first and second and third and fourth. And to jump ahead, social media is not first or second or third. It's more like fourth or fifth or sixth. And to jump ahead, if you are just getting started, it really does you a disservice because you're going to spend a lot of time trying to build a social media following. And if you don't have that foundation of your shop built yet through search engine optimization, through figuring out who your ideal customer is, through branding your shop successfully, if you don't have those foundational pieces in place, it is not going to go as well and it's not going to go as easily building that social media following. Okay, so I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. So if we are building that social media following, I would recommend that you start on Instagram or in a Facebook group. I have done both of these. I've seen better results on Instagram and I like Instagram more. And I also think that the future trajectory of Instagram is a little bit easier than Facebook groups because Facebook changes the algorithm a lot. Instagram does too, but the Facebook groups have kind of not been as successful as they were in the past. So one of the ways that I would recommend that you begin to offer that community and build that community on Instagram is through including something in your packages when you send them out and including it on your um, Etsy website and anywhere else that you're publishing things that they can potentially get a coupon either if they follow you on Instagram or if they sign up for an email list, which you link to on Instagram, or if you are doing this for people who have already bought your products, maybe you get them to tag you on Instagram or you do a giveaway on Instagram if they tag a friend or there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. But I would start on Instagram I would start with an incentive for them to follow you and an incentive for them to either tag your shop or tag a friend or something like that. But you should definitely make it in a way that they have to do something in order to get the coupon or to be a part of something that's special. They have to 
either tag a friend or or tag your shop or repost or something. There should be some sort of theory or some sort of strategy about how you're going to build your following along with what you're offering to your followers. The other way that I have done this is through a private Facebook group. And I had a private Facebook group that offered pre-sales. It offered last run items, like I'm clearing out my inventory and this is the last time I'm going to... um, keep this one or to offer this one. It offered limited edition things like for holidays or for short periods of time. It offered things that I was kind of testing. It actually was really good for me and for the customers because the customers could only join by invitation and they had to sign up on my website to be invited. And then it was exclusive access for this Facebook group only for the people that had signed up, but they were also offered things that I did not offer in my Etsy shop. So if I was looking at something that I thought, hmm, I wonder if that would work well in my shop or I wonder if that would sell well in my shop, sometimes I would offer it in this private Facebook group just to test it out. And if I got no response, like nobody wanted to buy it and nobody was interested and nobody asked any questions about it, then I just didn't do it or I canceled it or whatever. If I got a great response and people were like, oh my gosh, I love that, that's so cute, I wanna order one, whatever, then I knew that probably it would be a product that would go over well in my wider shop as well. So it allowed me to sort of test the market. I basically had like a focus group that was giving me their feedback on products and giving me their feedback on the ways that I could improve things. But it was good for them because they got offered different things than they would have if they were just um, looking at my shop and looking at the products that were listed on Etsy. So you may be saying, what if I don't have any traction in my shop and I don't have any traffic or sales, so I don't have anyone to ask this of, you know, I can't get anybody to sign up for a coupon because nobody's even looking at my shop to begin with. Well, that is a problem and it's something that you have to, I think a lot of times when you're talking about marketing and you're listening to people talk about marketing, it's like, it gets easier the more momentum you get, you know? So I can say, well, why don't you just offer your coupon to your customers? But if you don't have any customers, then you kind of hit a roadblock. Like, okay, where do I go from here? So you need to get that ball rolling in the first place in order to even have a way to entice people to sign up and to make those purchases and become those repeat customers. So you really need to work on getting your name out there. And that oftentimes starts locally. It oftentimes starts with people that you know in your local community, your family, your friends, and then it sort of expands from there. So you could do local events and hand out your business card when people are at your table or if they are buying from you. You could do craft shows. You could sell online like on a Facebook, a local Facebook page. You could You could do some charities like for you to like donate something that's going to be placed in with a basket or a silent auction or whatever. But if you're doing your advertising with that, you're including business cards, you're including a flyer, whatever you're doing, you're directing everybody towards Etsy. So another way of doing that is if you are doing local events, you can actually hook up a payment processing thing like a credit card swiper to your phone or an iPad or whatever and you can run all of those sales through Etsy. And you may be like, well, why do I wanna do that? Why would I wanna pay the Etsy fees if I'm having to do all of the work myself? But part of the 
thing with the Etsy algorithm is the products that sell well usually continue to sell well. They gain this momentum and they get a boost in the search and Etsy has a relevancy score for every product that's listed. And the more often people are engaging with your products and the more often people are buying your products, the higher your relevancy score is for that product. So if you can sell it locally and run that sale through Etsy, it's going to boost you up even though you're the one that was having to drive the traffic to the Etsy shop. The other thing I would recommend to do is to join a Facebook group with your target market. Maybe you make wedding decor or kids crafts or birthday decorations and you join a Facebook group that has people in that who are looking for those things. So you don't necessarily want to join a Facebook group of other crafters. You wanna join a Facebook group of your target customer. So if you make kids birthday decorations, a whole group of moms would be a great group to join because those moms are buying kids birthday decorations. But when you are joining these Facebook groups, you wanna make sure that you are actually adding value. Make sure that you are joining this group and actually interacting with people and adding value to the conversation, answering questions, offering suggestions, participating in the group in a real way. You don't just want to have people come in or you come into the group and you're just spamming people with your link because A, that's not gonna work, and B, you're probably gonna get kicked out of the Facebook group if you do that. So you wanna make sure that you are actually adding something to the conversation and that you're positioning yourself as somebody who's very knowledgeable about that area. And then you wanna make sure that your Facebook profile has your Etsy shop link in it so that if people click on you, like how does this girl know so much about this topic? They see that you have this Etsy shop that offers these products. Next up, I would say to work on your social media following. And the way that you do that is through actual engagement. Both Instagram and Facebook are really focused on actually engaging. They don't want it to be you just coming in spamming people with a link or copy and pasting the same answer to everybody's stuff. They want you to actually have real human engagement with people. That's liking, that's commenting, that's investing in people who follow you or people who might be interested in your products and actually engaging with their content and commenting with real comments, not like one emoji or not like a bot comment. They want you to actually develop these real social relationships. And again, this is a long range plan. This is not something that happens quickly, but I have seen from building my Funky Monkey Instagram account and then now my Creative Mom Boss Instagram account that this works better than anything else. That actual real engagement, offering value to people, offering comments and cheering them on and liking their photos, that is what gets people to look at your account, look at what you're doing and engage back with you. Another thing I would say if you are struggling to get those eyes on your products or get more traffic to your site so that you can begin to build this community is to work on your Pinterest. This is something that we go into deeply in the Etsy Roadmap to Success course. It's one of my favorite ways to market things because it is sort of overwhelming if you are just getting started but can be streamlined so quickly and so easily. I normally spend right around an hour to two hours a month on my Pinterest account and get over 600,000 monthly views on my Pinterest account. It is a huge referral source of traffic 
and it's a very easy to master, especially if you utilize tools like Tailwind. So if you don't get any traffic to your site or you're struggling with your traffic, and you have already done all of those other things. I do want to stress that so, so much. You don't need to focus on Pinterest until you have mastered your SEO. And all of these things go hand in hand together. Like it's a process of building and marketing your Etsy shop. But if you are just driving traffic to your Etsy shop through Pinterest and you haven't mastered your SEO, you are gonna be working like five times as hard for the same amount of traffic. If you master your SEO first and then you work on your Pinterest, it will become this sort of self-fulfilling thing or self-propelling um, thing that allows your shop to continue to grow and grow and grow and have very... Um, exponential growth. It doesn't usually, it's not usually like linear growth where you have like 100 one month, 200 the next month, 300 the next month. It's usually like this process of working and working and working and then all of a sudden you just sort of takes off. And that's a lot of times because in that working and working and working and working time frame, those people are working on those foundational pieces that don't get the immediate response, but they build that foundation in order to allow it to take off. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. If you are thinking about running a sale to your shop, I hope that I have helped to explain why I don't think that's a great idea, why I don't think that you should take that hit on your profits or to devalue your brand in that way. If you are wanting more help and you are wanting to join the Etsy Roadmap to Success community and the six-week coaching program that is launching next week. The doors are only open until Thursday, and I hope that you will consider to join us through, and we will walk through that whole step-by-step -step process with weekly live Q&As and PDFs and bonuses and experts like a CPA and a lawyer and a photographer that will walk you through all the pieces to have a holistic view of how to build this business and how to really, really make it successful. If you'd like to check that out, the link is EtsyRoadmapToSuccess.com. And I hope that I will see you in that program. I am super excited to get started. Again, that's EtsyRoadmapToSuccess.com and I will see you in there. Mm -hmm.